whenever my world falls apart I never lose hope or lose heart Whatever the form of the storm that may brew Not with you to lean on, darlings, you Hello and welcome to The Original Cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn. During my interview with Lee Liebeskind about Spring Awakening, we talked about our experiences with auditions from both sides of the table. And I'm glad you can hear it this week, as I think it shed some light onto the worst part of show business. We join the conversation already in progress. So you were here in D.C. or you say you were Baltimore. in you were Baltimore? So like okay. Towson, Baltimore area. Okay. Um, I had just gone on tour for a couple of years. Um, oh, with what? National Players. Oh, wow. I toured for two years with the national players. Um, and so when we would come home during the summer, mm-hmm. every now and then I'd go up to New York or something to do Urdas or Uptas or right. those professional theater auditions. Yeah. Or, yeah. Those giant cattle calls. That, so much fun. Oh, so much fun. Yeah. So uh, Straw hats. Straw hats. Straw hats. Uh, yeah. SETCs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> actually, so I, I was executive director of a theater in North Carolina after I got off tour of an outdoor summer drama called Horn in the Wist. Oh, my. Um, <laughs> right, out, uh, right by uh, Appalachian State University in okay. Boone, North Carolina. Um, and I went to SETCs as an auditor for the first time. It's the first uh-huh. time auditing a big, giant audition. Oh, man. And um, I don't remember his name, but he's really famous for doing the off-Broadway tours. Okay. Um, and he worked with Terrence Mann back in the day, and I just can't remember his name, but he's, like, big time at all these major auditions. And I'm sitting there with my choreographer sitting next to me, and we're, like, sitting in the back because I know that I'm not professional enough at this time to, like, <laughs> not giggle. <laughs> so I'm, like, taking notes, taking notes, and doing my thing. And all of a sudden, this person walks up, and she's wearing uh, a silver scarf that's, like, dragging on the floor. And this guy <laughs> just sees me and my choreographer start giggling, totally unprofessional. Right. Um, and he comes up behind us, and he goes, <clears throat> The only thing that separates us from the animals is our ability to accessorize. And then walked and sits right back down. And we started laughing. Oh, it's so great. But yeah, those big cattle calls are brutal. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> is that true? I don't, I mean, I don't think it's true. I don't but think it's true. No. It was really funny at the time. I mean, time. it's good. No, it's a good line. And made me love the guy a little bit more because well, I was a little calmer after that. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> you got to laugh uh, to stop from crying. Yeah. That's, yeah, those long days. Those days are, auditions aren't fun for anybody. No, but those are the roughest. I mean, for any actor or singer just out of college or going on to, like, grad school or anything, those kind of mass cattle calls in a big hotel that you have to do the callback in the hotel room. Yeah, I think it depends on how many times you've done it. Because I remember in college, people used to caravan up to Straw Hats. And they had Mm -hmm. a ball doing it. Yeah. Because... Of what it was. I think like after like because they were the people who just were like we're going up and we're having a good time and, and we're you know we'll be in New York and that's fun. Mm-hmm. They had a good time. I think the juniors and seniors who had done it a bunch and never gotten cast probably like third or fourth time were just like totally. this is the worst. So that I see. The but, rough, but the rough part is the, the hotel room. So like as an auditor mm-hmm. I'm in the hotel room by myself and there's tons of people coming in. Right. And you have to have that sort of situation of like do I sit at the desk and they sit on the bed or right. do I sit on the bed and which is they, no matter what it's weird it's just awkward yeah it is no matter what you do and so yeah. when you come in as an actor you know straight out of college where you've just been auditioning in theaters right and you come in and you have to audition in you some know. dude's hotel room with a bed and maybe they have a little midi piano right and you're like uh, uh i don't know what uh, where do i sit do i stand what uh, i don't know how to make this comfortable for either of us i'm really sorry yeah i get that 
Well, yeah, because you have to set the tone. Totally. Also being on that side, like the the pre- the people whoever running the room, yeah, definitely sets the tone. Totally. And, yeah. And the person coming in wants to make a good impression and doesn't right. want to seem like they're creeping or. Well, the biggest, the biggest thing I wish somebody had told me when I when I used to be auditioning for things is everybody wants you to be the one. Totally. Everybody wants the pr- everybody yeah. they see to be the answer to their prayers, and you always feel like when you're on the other side that they hate you. From the minute you like, they, that's just the vibe. You feel, which because you're nervous or because whatever. And I really wish somebody had been like, no, no, they desperately want you to do well. Yeah, I mean, because been, then their job is done. Like they don't like this any more than you do. Totally. So. And I've been like a casting director for like eight years now. And God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> my job, I know, and I, I've learned this from people like Dan Persarnicol, um, that my job is to make sure to get the best out of you and to make mm-hmm. sure you're comfortable enough to, like, be able to do your best. So I give you as many chances as possible, try and relax right. the situation. Because they're two totally different skill sets, the ability to audition and the ability to, to perform yeah. in the show. Two totally, totally, totally different. different. And the big thing is that everybody comes in nervous and they, you know, right. the day is long. So the casting director is exhausted by the end of the day. And if you're the last person, oh yeah, you know, it gets harder and harder oh, for yeah. everyone. Yeah. To give everybody that fair, because it's a job interview. Oh, without a doubt. Basically. Yeah. You know, just with You want to be and professional dancing. and you want to come in professional and, right. you know, dress the role, dress the part. Right. As do a human, well. as an actor, not as the actual role. And right. do your best. And the person in the room has to play a part of all right, I'm hoping you're going to be the best person ever and you're going to solve all my problems. And there's nothing worse than, it's, it sounds like, a, a, I'm sure actors don't have any sympathy for this at all, but when you have two people for a part and yeah. they're both perfect, you could really go either way. It's the flip of the coin. It's the worst. Yeah. It's the absolute worst because I always want to work with the people. Like the people are what get me yeah. excited. That's where I'm like, I'll, I'll figure out how to get you into this part, but like you're an exciting, you're an exciting person. And when you have two of them and there's only room for one, it's just that like, oh. One of the things we did, which we thought was really cool, was uh, Jesse Burgess, who started the Inkwell with me back in the day, Mm -hmm. started these DC non-equity auditions. And one of the ideas behind them is that you would get redirected by one of the directors in the room so that we wouldn't just see what you prepared for us. But we would see how you take direction. Okay. And we could see, like, if you got bad direction, if you would give the side eye. You know, the side eye that everybody gives of, like, you're singing a song and the pianist messes up one of the notes and you give that side eye of, like, you just ruined my audition. Right. Yeah, then you're, yeah. We can see, like, it helps you with that two-person of, like, these two people are perfect, but this one was a little rougher taking the audition, Mm -hmm. taking the the redirection. Yeah, that's good. Okay. We had, uh, (laughs) I was casting once, and we had two actors who both were very good, two actresses both very good for one part. And I was really advocating for one, and the director was really advocating for the other, and the director won. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we found out, like, two weeks later that the one I had been advocating for was four months pregnant oh. and would have been nine months pregnant when the show were, went up, which was not good for the part at all. All right. So that's the kind of – that was a way yeah, yeah. like, oh, well, whew, good good instincts <laughs> on your part, yeah. you know, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, that was a weird – Gosh, that was weird. I couldn't believe she was. Uh, then I got really like, why were you auditioning for this part if you knew? But you do it. Like, you go I guess like, you man, do, yeah. this is my one shot to do. Well, I kind of wonder if she would have turned it down. Like, I really hope that, like, we've given it to her. She'd been like, oh, that's well, I'm actually great, but I'm actually, like, by the time the show goes up. But yeah. like, thank you for the audition, the chance. Or would she have been like, sure. Yeah, just so you know, right. I'm four months pregnant and I'm going to be nine months pregnant when the show goes up. I think it'll be okay. Yeah, I would have been like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> 
God, nope. I don't show that much. It's, it's okay. Like, nope, wouldn't have been. Wouldn't have been okay. Wouldn't yeah. have been. Yeah. The whole play was about the character's anxiety about getting pregnant. So if she was pregnant. It's the fascinating thing about auditions of like. Yeah. You then offer the role, and then you learn so much. Oh, about so people. very much. Well, because like, like I said, it's two. It's two different skills, yeah. and it's and I like I like that idea of kind of testing people. A little, just a little. Because calls kind of are a tiebreaker. You see them yeah. for like a minute and then they're gone. And you're like. And that was it. They prepped this audition for 10 years. So sure, when you have to great. take. It's one thing I'm terrible at. I was always bad at it in school too, was taking notes. And you have to take really yeah. good notes to remember who was that person who came in like ninth <laughs> and did that really good thing that I liked. And like who, which Were one they wearing was wearing the bluish top? Right. Yeah, I think and you have were, to really. Yeah. Headshots are so important, folks. It's really just. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. And because, and you have to, you know, your notes also have to be. <laughs> they have to be blunt, I find, but they also have to be the kind you're okay with people seeing because you kind of pass the things oh, around. Out, yeah. So you can't write like, you know, big nose. You have to write something else that makes you yeah, yeah. remind that's a, like something nice and positive about the person. Yeah, Will, we use a different little, si- we use the yeah, letter little, system. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. codes are always good. Lots of little people. codes. Yeah. Things that no one would else would notice of like SGT and you'd be like, oh, I know that they're thinking of them for a sergeant role. Great. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And move it over. Yeah. The original cast is produced and edited by me, Patrick Flynn. This episode was recorded at the Media Production Center at American University. Special thanks to Jeffrey Madison, Tom Fish, and Imani Mular. If you like the original cast, be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. It's the easiest way to make sure other people find the show. The original cast is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at OriginalCastPod. You can follow me, Patrick Flynn, on Twitter at UnknownPenguin. My thanks to Lee Liebeskind for coming down and talking to me. I'm Patrick Flynn, and I can't. I have rehearsal. (laughs) 